Hello and welcome to InsureTech Briefly, a quick legal review involving innovations in the insurance space. My name is Scott Gala, and I'm an attorney at the law firm of Clark Hill. I'm joined today by my colleague, Robert Tomlinson, who is a partner at the firm. Hello, Scott. Hi, Robert. It's, it's been a while, I guess, since we've recorded one of these. Uh, it's mostly because we've been busy. Um, as with a lot of people in the InsureTech industry, we went to InsureTech Connect at the end of September. Um, for me, I've I've been a few times, and Robert, I understand you were you you go as far back as insure as InsureTech Connect goes, right? You were at the 2016 conference. I was. Uh, I've gone every year except last year, of course. I don't know that anybody went, although I, I think there was virtual last year. I, I did not attend that. Um, yeah, otherwise, I've been to every conference. Um, it's gotten bigger every year, uh, but it was big. It was big early. I seem to remember a couple thousand people in. 2017, 2018, it was a pretty good conference and pretty large. And what, um, have there been any kind of larger picture differences between 2016, uh, you know, other, other than just the increased attendance, has, have there been any kind of larger picture differences between the 16 conference and, and Oh yeah. And now? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, real big picture. I can remember the first conference, uh, although I, I think it was very well attended, I would estimate the average age to be somewhere under 30. I don't remember seeing any suits. I saw a lot of hoodies um, and a lot of very bright, um, energetic folks who were ready to, I think, as the phrase was often thrown around, blow up the insurance industry. Um, what we saw just last month was a very, very different conference a lot of those people with hoodies have grown up and maybe some of them have blown up the insurance industry. Um, but what I saw was a very sober, uh, very clear-sighted uh, and very effective uh, piece of the insurance industry, really have. And, and I think that was reflected in a lot of ways. The first couple of conferences, the headliner for the incumbent was usually from a smaller carrier and was never the CEO. Um, this year, we got Evan Greenberg. Um, CEO of, of Chubb, one of the largest commercial, and now with the, the purchase of Chubb, Ace's purchase of Chubb, one of the largest personal lines carriers in the United States as well. So that's a real change in the whole dynamic in a very short period of time. Yeah. And it, it seems like the industry really, not just at InsureTech Connect, although you do see it a lot in the messaging um, and the people you talk to, the presentations and, and um, your clients there that... Um, there's no longer a lot of talk of disruption on a larger scale. A lot of it's more collaborative, right? There's a, there's a reason why the larger insurers are there and, and they're not just going there to keep their ear to the ground. They're going there to make, to make deals um, and, to, and to help further, um, you know, the insure tech industry. And they wouldn't necessarily be pouring money into it if it was ultimately going to, going to blow things up and truly disrupt, disrupt their business in a meaningful way. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's an accurate description. And even Evan Greenberg, um, I thought he was quite conciliatory. I think he acknowledged the importance of a lot of these startup companies and a lot of transformative insure tech. It's hard to it's hard to call Lemonade a startup anymore, right? Um, a huge public company and the host of other insure techs that have gone public, um, and a lot of those that have not, but are worth billions of dollars. A lot of money in the industry. Um, unlike the days of the hoodies, although there were plenty of those too, I saw a lot of suits. 
I saw a lot of lawyers. I saw a lot of investment bankers. Um, and some of the folks there that really the insure tech folks, um, I thought really had a very clear eye view of the industry. A lot of these folks came in, they're very smart. They know a lot about numbers. They knew a lot about the internet, but didn't necessarily know that much about insurance. Uh, I sat in on a panel discussion with Josh Mata from Coalition and Gaurav Suri from Health IQ. And uh, I was really impressed with both of them and what they said. Again, very sober view of the industry and really where InsureTech can pick its spots to change the industry. It's not a wholesale disruption or turning the industry upside down, but really looking for your spots. Um, Suri talked about uh, large incumbent carriers basically renting out their capacity, renting out their underwriting ability, um, and letting the InsureTechs do what they do best, which is distribution, customer care, claims. Uh, I thought that was uh, a really interesting panel discussion. Yeah, and I, 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 I heard the video of that. It's, it, looked, it looked like a really interesting discussion. Robert, as this is a regulatory podcast, was there a role for the discussion? It, se- it seems like a lot of people are there to, to kind of make themselves known and to, to see everyone else in the in- industry and to, to make deals. Um, is, is there a place for regulation at the conference, whether it's um, just in terms of talking to clients or whether it's something more substantial? Oh, there, there was, um, you know, obviously the products, uh, you know, are more interesting and they draw a lot more attention, but uh, I sat in on a panel discussion with the general counsel from Root, um, the auto insurer out in Ohio. Um, really interesting discussion about the use of credit scores and other factors that are being used. Um, she said that, um, you know, Root, just as a matter of principle, is no longer going to be using credit scores in pricing or quoting auto, which was interesting. Credit, credit scores have been used from time immemorial. Uh, the reason was twofold. One, regulators have come to take a pretty dim view of the use of credit scores to the extent that it might be uh, discriminatory or have a disparate impact on certain populations. Um, so they voluntarily have stopped using it. She did admit that there tends to be a correlation uh, between credit scores and, and, um, and pricing of various insurance products. And I think that's true across the board. Credit scores are also used in life, uh, home, uh, several other uh, products in the industry. So it'll be interesting to see if there's a more direct and reasonable use of factors in underwriting. I mean, and, and the way that she phrased it was, although there is, um, there is a correlation between uh, the use of credit scores and, and quoting insurance. It's not, it's not one that's easy to explain. <laughs> it's right, hard to explain right. to, it's hard to explain to a consumer Um I'm giving you a, a quote on your auto on your, or your home, but you have a low credit score, so I'm going to charge you more. Um, you can see how many consumers would be absolutely uh, you know, flummoxed by that. Just, just you know, how in yeah. the world can my credit score possibly have an effect on my, my chance of getting into a car accident or leaving the stove on when I leave the house? Yeah, the, the, age, of the, the age of my accounts that I've timely paid upon, um, whether it be two years or 10 years, shouldn't shouldn't seemingly have any bearing on whether or not I can drive properly. 
Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, we are going to be uh, responsible stewards. It might may or may not reflect on our credit score. And we're going to try to keep this podcast to five minutes as we as we used to promise back in the day when we would do it consistently. So yeah, okay. Well, this look, it was a great it was a great conference. I'm glad you came. Uh, we had a good time. Ludicrous was great. So uh, you know, I, I guess this is an easing back into our podcast on regulatory and legal issues. All righty. Well, if you think you may benefit from hearing about InsureTech and insurance regulations five minutes at a time, please follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for general education and informational purposes only and should not be regarded as either legal advice or a legal opinion. You should not act upon or use this publication or any of its contents for any specific situation. Recipients are cautioned to obtain legal advice from their legal counsel with respect to any decision or course of action contemplated in a specific situation. Clark Hill PLC and its attorneys provide legal advice only after establishing an attorney-client relationship through a written attorney-client engagement agreement. This recording does not establish an attorney-client relationship with any recipient.